Murder face, you did it. It's a murder face world for us. It's a murder face world for us. She's a fluffy cat. That's all. Sitting next to Monica and Paul. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. What's happening, Monica? Not much, Paul. (laughs) Oh, we are here on the week, the very week of our tournament finals, the summer camp tournament coming to a close this Saturday, the 24th. Getting excited about it. This is officially, for those of you in the finals, your uh, preview of what you might be uh, getting in the finals. Plus, we'll do all sorts of other stuff. Uh, but first and foremost, how's it going today, Monica? Great. Yeah? Is this the fourth tournament? This is our fourth tournament. This is our second of the summer tournaments. Feelings. Tell me tell me I'm your excited. feelings. All right, good. I'm excited to get back into hosting. Yeah, I'm excited for you going to be there. It. We've missed you. I'm excited about uh, the song. We're going to sing Yes. together. Yes, I've changed all the lyrics, so hopefully that's okay. I haven't sang that song in so long. You've forgotten how to do it. The no, melody. Never. Never. It's, it's in your blood now. It's in your <laughs> DNA. Murder Face is out with us today. Hi, Murders. Looks like she just had a snack. Yeah. She's licking her chops. Murder Face looks like she wants to run into some mic cables and mic stands today, so we're just going <laughs> to try to keep her at bay. <laughs> Oh no, she's she's so cute. Oh, here she comes. Here comes Murder Face. She's coming. tough customer. Obviously, if you uh, have not responded to the emails and you want to, and you're uh, one of the finalists, you better get that done. I think I've. I don't think we're gonna have a full twenty teams. I think we're gonna have closer to seventeen. I've got some teams that are out of town. That weekend. Well, you know what? That is a better chance of winning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it means you're going to have a table <laughs> to sit at. That is very true. Unless there's a bunch of people there that don't have anything to do with the tournament. In that case, get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's our message to those people that are certainly not listening to this podcast <laughs> right now. Get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, give, give our trivia players some space. Uh, check a chance. Yeah, give them a chance. <laughs> That's all they ask for is one little fighting chance to get a table and some some beer in them on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, so it's going to be fun. We're starting to, uh, Monica and I have started to powwow about the questions and the format. We change it up a little bit every time. So uh, there'll be uh, something in your email box probably at the end of this week that tells you a little bit more about what to expect uh, 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 question-wise. I wrote a video round. You wrote a video round. You wrote an audio round too. I did. Ah, I haven't put that one together yet, though. She's been she's been busy, so we're gonna start putting <laughs> our stuff together. Unlike my normal, not doing anything at all. <laughs> well, we'll we're we're gonna talk about that in a, in a little bit. Your your laziness is what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> but in the meantime, shall we get started with this? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's. Do it. Murder Fizz, you're so cute, it hurts my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for the lightning round. Hey, that's what time it is. What's the time? It's time for that lightning round where we got some topics we're going to quiz each other on. And I'm going to say right now, any and all of these things can happen in your quizzes this week. Anything that happens today also could happen in the tournament finals this week. You don't know. So pay attention. What is your topic for me this week? My topic for you is character names. Ooh, okay. I'll take it. 
my, I always say I t- I'll take it even though I don't have a choice. <laughs> it's not like I'll go, hmm, what is your other topic for me this week? I forgot to write another one. <laughs> the subtopic. Uh, my topic for you this week is cupcakes. You brought me cupcakes. I brought you cupcakes. It's also Monday turns out to be some sort of cupcake holiday in Australia where they <laughs> where they sell they sell cupcakes and they raise it for um their version of the ASPCA, which is uh, you know, for caring of animals. Uh-huh. So which I was like, why don't we have that here? We should have a cupcake animal care holiday <laughs> I, I, let's make that every monday but yes i <laughs> i uh well and there's another reason i brought you cupcakes uh-huh. and that is because this is the last week of your treatments that's right this is it actually it's not just last week it's only two days yeah and all i have to do is monday and tuesday are you happy about this uh well, yes oh my god <laughs> oh by, by the way oh i didn't bring them but i'll bring them next time but i sent pictures uh obviously we asked folks to uh email in um uh things that monica should write on her butt oh, right the butt yes uh we got all, all of zero people writing in so thanks everybody for playing <laughs> I'm not that surprised. No, about no, that. that's that that seems right for our listenership. <laughs> but it also seems right. You that guys call me lazy. Come on. That uh, 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 a very talented artist named Kathleen, she plays for a, a team called Kiko Man when he's down, uh, came up with a bunch of drawings, and I know I sent you a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, they just kind of went crazy. There's one with every president's name on them. I like that one. Uh, no if, ands, or see more butts. That's interesting. Uh, where's Waldo? They pull <laughs> that down. That's nice. Fear the Kraken. That's, that's, that's a fun. Objects may be closer than they appear. That was a, went off. My idea was uh, if you're reading this, you're too close. <laughs> uh, there's a batteries not included with an on off switch which is very cute so my favorite thing about it is that they actually drew the butt oh yeah they and and all sorts of different butts there's some like real plump and like uh perky and then some that look more like mine so this is very <laughs> very nice Oh, um, I was gonna say they were pretty spot on yeah without actually seeing my butt <laughs> Well, and not only it, did Kathleen do these great, and I hope I'm getting the name right because I believe it's Kathleen. Uh, uh, not only did she do these great drawings, but she is also drawing some special things for our finals. Oh, really? So there'll be some special illustrating f- for the finals coming up. Uh, so I don't want to say anything more than that. I want everybody to be surprised when they get there on Saturday. Well, I'm going to be surprised, too. Yeah, mostly, I want you to be surprised. Or I'll probably tell you when we're done with the podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, this is the lightning round. This is the lightning round. <laughs> no, this is the prelude to a lightning round. We don't have to start being lightning until we get started. The music starts, right? Yeah. And then we can take our own sweet time. <laughs> yeah. We're lightning in our own way. Yes. That's actually... The way we do lightning round is probably the way you and I would do a lightning round in real life. It's just like, take it slow, take it easy. (laughs) No rushes. Um, All right. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, Second. Okay. Here we go with today's lightning-ish round. Question number one about cupcakes. In the United Kingdom, they replaced the word cup in cupcakes... With what mythical creature? Is it fairy? They call them fairy cakes. Well done. Nice. Oh, I gotta make sure my buzzer's up. It's your buzzer. Now that I I went and looked at all the pictures on my phone there. Do, 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 do. There it is. All right. Oh, you know, because of those pictures Mm -hmm. and how I thought it was so funny that all the presidents were written out on the butt. Yeah. And they were able to write out all the presidents in order. They're my vote for the winning team. <laughs> the 
Well, they were Mike Pence none the richer last time, and they got, and they got second, second place. So well, this time they're going to take the whole prize. Oh, they, and they listen to this podcast, so they they're they're hearing this right now. I hope well, they, of course they listen. That's how yeah. they knew about the butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or at least well, one of them wasn't. I may have mentioned it at uh, the Skylark during the. Uh, you talked about my butt at the. Skylark? I talked about. Yeah, well, it's well not, you always it's talk not, about I was going to say, not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was round four, Monica's butt. <laughs> People did really well at that round. <laughs> it's your butt. <laughs> that should be a picture round. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about that off mic. Oh. Number one, question one for you, character names. Okay. Tom Joad is the main character in what 1939 novel? Uh, that is The Grapes O' Wrath. Big Tom Joad. Big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big Tom Joad. Question number two for you in Australia. Cupcakes are typically given what nursery rhyme name? Oh, I feel like I've heard this at some point. Shit, I don't remember. What is it? They're called patty cakes. Patty cakes. Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man. Bake me a cake as fast as you can, bossy kid. Uh, number two, you could hang with what title sitcom character played by Mark Curry on an ABC between 1992 and 1997? That was Mr. Cooper. That's right. Yeah, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Right on. Do you like that wording? I did. I did like it. Good, huh? I did like it. Uh, question number three for you: uh, What fictional band's first single was the 1965 hit "Cups and Cakes" when they were called the Tamesmen? T H A M E S. Spinal Tap. You got that. Cups and cakes. This is turning into a real lightning round. We may have to slow it down and tell jokes. We're doing it. Number three, what franchise has characters named with letters like Agent L, High T, and Chief Z? Is that the Men in Black franchise? Yeah. All right. High T. That's very funny. First of all, I like High T. Question number four. In 2004, the women's federal prison camp in Alderson, West Virginia, was renamed Camp Cupcake by the media due to the incarceration of what celebrity? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart was there, came to Camp Cupcake. Did you watch Orange is the New Black? I've seen episodes, but I have not watched the whole thing as a, as a thing. One of the seasons they had... Sort of a Martha Stewart esque person, yeah. Be like come to the prison, and uh, that was very funny. <laughs> Number four, the actress Jill St. John is best known for playing what Bond girl? I love this. Her name was Tiffany Case. That's right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Stretch. Murder face, get it. (laughs) Murder face, fetch. Murder face, own your your keep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not happening. (laughs) She's in one of those crazier movies, Times Are Forever. It's kind of a a silly one. Um, I've never seen any of them. But she was one of my, she was on a lot of television shows in the 70s. I remember watching, watching her and she's, she's very pretty. Really, a Bond girl was pretty. <laughs> Shocking. I know. <laughs> I know. Because they were definitely not hired for that reason. Nope. They were hired for their uh, business acumen. Uh, finally, question number five for you is two points. Captain Cupcake is the hostess mascot for cupcakes. And has a little hat on. He's got a little cupcake body. What are the occupations for the mascots for Twinkies and fruit pies? 
Is Twinkie like a cowboy? Twinkie's a cowboy. Fruit pie. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I had to look this one up because I remember <laughs> that they, they all had mascots and I love those fruit pies, but I totally forgot that the fruit pie was a magician. Really? With a little cape and a little wand I and everything. I can't even picture it. Yeah. Well, you got one point for that oh, for the I cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got one more question. Okay. In the movie Alien, mm. what is the name of the computer that pilots the ship while the crew is oh, in no. hypersleep? Oh, no. Oh, no. This is the first movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm not going to pull that one. It is Mother. Mother. Right. Oh. But you know what that means? What does that mean? It means we tried. Yay! It was the right <laughs> thing to do and the right time to do it. All right, everybody. That was a lightning-ish lightning round. Yay. Yay. It is now time for game prep. Ah, uh, this is these are these are questions. Guys, I had a cold all weekend and I'm I'm kind of on some meds right now. So if things are kind of bloopy, it's because I'm kind of bloopy too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are things that you might uh, hear at your quiz this week because it, it happened this week in history, guys. History. Learn it. I can only find three days worth of stuff to talk about, so we're only going to talk about three things. So if you're expecting four, suck it. <laughs> I think they really care. I'm super bloopy, guys. All right. Here we go. I've been bloopy for months. <laughs> I can't remember when you've not been bloopy. Born bloopy. August 19th, 1933, the first soapbox derby race is held in Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, we got a little Ohio flavor first off here. Newspaper photographer Myron Scott had held an impromptu race the year before with 19 competitors. The 1933 race attracted 362 racers with homemade vehicles. The first winner made his vehicle out of wood from a saloon and won in front of 40,000 spectators. The following year, with Chevrolet now sponsoring the event, the event was renamed the All-American Soapbox Derby, and the winning racer won 500 bucks. Dang. Not bad. Especially in 1934. That's like, that's like $7 million now. <laughs> yeah. The race moved from Dayton to Akron the following year. And the city built Derby Downs, a three-lane asphalt track designed for soapbox racing. The track runs about 990 feet and ends near a runway at Akron's Fulton International Airport. Now, you're 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 an Ohio expert. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be in Dayton or Akron? Dayton. Yeah. I don't know why they moved it to Akron. I think uh, maybe that, because that's where LeBron James is from. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they, they knew that early. There's going to be a really good basketball player from here, guys. We need it. Uh, partly it was because the city decided they would put up the funds to build the track, so uh, that that helped. And I think also there's a big Akron's got a big uh, automotive. Isn't that where I think BF Goodrich is there? There's a tire thing there. There was um, uh, there was a tire sponsorship that went into it as well. The up way north. Yeah. So it's basically Michigan. Oh. But Dayton is right next to Springfield. Right. So. Dayton's the one Ohio city I've been to, so I, I know all about that. You've been to Dayton? I've been to Dayton. How are you only at Dayton? Uh, college Jeopardy tryouts. 
Really? It was yeah, in Dayton? Yeah, it was in, the closest one was in oh Dayton. Oh, my gosh. Had to drive from Chicago to Dayton. It's also where the Wright Brothers are from. It's the Wright Brothers. And you can yeah. go to their bicycle shop. Sure. Which is some kind of museum. Yeah. Now. Some rules for soapbox racers. Follow the rules, everybody. The cars must have no motor. Right. At least four wheels. Cool. Some type of brakes. Sure. And only be powered by a push at the top of the track. There was a controversial one that I was reading about that happened in the 70s when this one car won. Uh, and then they looked in the car and they the they had put some sort of electromagnet in the front of the car, which for some reason with the gravity and the metal like helped it pull f- forward faster. Ooh. And uh, so people got in trouble, like got into like criminal trouble for like defrauding the the race oh and things gosh. like that. Um, now it's like all the all the soapbox racers are like the, the vehicles are they call them gravity racers now and they're just like fancy and I kind of miss the days when they're just made out of crates and crap. Do you remember the days? When they used to show they used to show these races on television. They used to be big like wide world of sports events. Why don't they do it anymore? Or show they might. It anymore? They might. It might be on like ESPN six now at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? They, they, if you looked around, they might uh, they might still have it. It's, it's probably going on right uh, sometime this week because uh, they always do it in August. So uh, check your local listings for soapbox racing near <laughs> you. If you want. Yes, only if you want. August 20th. Happy Bacon Lover's Day. The process of curing pork meat goes back. Back to 1500 BC China. Pigs came to North America thanks to explorers like Christopher Columbus and Hernando de Soto, but America's love affair with bacon didn't really start until the 1920s when an ad man named Edward Bernays was hired to promote bacon and eggs as a healthy way to start your day. Uh, something that has not gotten me any friends, but I don't really like bacon. I don't have that everything's better with bacon mentality. It's like throwing bacon on everything. It's really exploded lately. Well, and uh, read on because you're going to hear about some of that right now. With the popularity of high-protein diets in the 1990s, the U.S. has been in a period of bacon mania. Cooks have found ways to add bacon or transform bacon into many edible items. Bacon on donuts. Gross. Chicken fried bacon. What does that mean? <laughs> Candied bacon. Ugh. And bacon-infused vodka. There you go. What? Yeah. Plus, they have things like bacon band-aids that smell like bacon. What? And you can bacon, eat them when they're done. Bacon, bacon. Thing <laughs> 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 about Just eating a band aid. <laughs> Ooh, it's like bacon. Now I agree with you there. Band aids probably would taste like bacon. Probably. <laughs> oh, jeez, taking it, taking shots at bacon. <laughs> Didn't I told know you it doesn't be. make me any friends. Do, do you hate it, or you just like are indifferent to it? Um. I would say before I was indifferent, but with the mania, sure, it like it makes me kind of hate it more. No, oh, I get that. When everybody's talking about when it, when my and donuts are being it. ruined with bacon, I'm I get mad. You know, you can always order that 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 donut right next to it that doesn't have any bacon on it, and then you'll be fine. If I want a maple bar, mm-hmm. and the only maple bars are a big gold slice of bacon on top of it, then, I'm going to be mad. Yes, but then you need to go to that donut shop that doesn't just offer the one kind of maple bar, because that's wrong. They're out of the regular ones, because those are the ones that people actually want to eat. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty much making up this scenario. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) We've created a a bacon controversy here on the (laughs) podcast. If you are like like Monica, a bacon hater, uh, please call us. uh, Call us on our toll free number one eight hundred quizfixit gmail dot com. We can have like a support group. Yeah, 
Yeah. How about Canadian bacon, like on a pizza? Love Canadian bacon. All right. We you have know found why? a thing. Because it's ham. Yeah. And ham is delicious. Yeah. Bacon is not. Oh, I got one more thing. You got one read. more thing that has really nothing to do with bacon. Oh, good. Even though it's in the same thing yeah. as the bacon. It is. A little more info about Edward Bernays, the ad man who made bacon a popular breakfast food. Bernays was Sigmund Freud's nephew and had a track record using psychology to sell products. Among Bernays' advertising accomplishments, branding cigarettes as torches of freedom. (laughs) Why? To attract female smokers. This is back, well, you know, when feminism started to become like really a thing in the twenties. That was one of the ways that they were like, "Hey, smoke cigarettes. It's like being liberated." Dude, I actually get that because my friend found this really old newspaper from my hometown, and it was like nineteen twelve or something. Oh wow! And there was this. Thing in the paper that somebody wrote like spotted on the street yesterday a woman smoking a cigar <laughs> just unabashedly on the street like a slut <laughs> so like being able to smoke cigarettes like all the men like that would be like a torture freedom when she put it out on the street you could almost see her ankles <laughs> yeah and they did, they did talk about like how she was laughing and like oh no just without a care in the world she's, she sounds she sounds dangerous she was like a real Jezebel <laughs> writing a campaign for Dixie cups convincing consumers they were the most sanitary way to drink out of public fountains yeah he basically made. Public water fountains sound like they were just cesspools of bacteria and grossness. And that was the way. Like, bring these Dixie cups with you so then you can uh, just get a little water for yourself. Well, they're still coming out of the fountain, though. That, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the Parks and Rec episode where they're trying to change the way uh, Pawnee people drink out of the water fountain? No. So, you know, like, the water fountain has, like, that little, like splash guard thing right. on it they put that in their entire mouth <laughs> <laughs> to drink out of. it's hilarious that's 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 very funny they could have just used a dixie cup yeah and using the american dental association to promote the benefits of water fluoridation so this was in in uh in they uh, this was alcoa the aluminum company that was trying to convince the American public that the fluoride in the water was safe. So uh, he got uh, the uh, American Dental Association to sign off on that. So he was pretty, uh, he's called like the grandfather of public relations. He did all these, there's a whole list of things. He's kind of fascinating. I had never heard of him. And yeah, the bacon and eggs thing was there was a company that was trying to sell their bacon and he was like, well, why don't we make a thing? And he went out to all these doctors and got them to sign off on, yes, bacon and eggs is a great breakfast because it really starts you up in the morning with enough the, enough energy and enough protein and enough calories to get through your day. But then don't eat anything else. Yeah. Don't <laughs> <laughs> that was the part of that that I never really figured out. Because I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not one of those I got to have bacon on everything, but I do like a couple couple pieces of bacon and some mm-hmm. and some eggs over easy on on my uh, on my breakfast. I'm into that. Although right now I'm eating like a lot of the turkey bacon, which is pretty good. I kind of like turkey bacon. The Trader Joe's has a peppered turkey bacon that I really like. It's got good flavor to it, and you can crisp it up enough so it's it tastes like and tastes like bacon without all the fatty fats. Fatty fats. Fatty fats. Murder face. <laughs> no, we weren't talking about murder face. <laughs> fatty fats. Finally, August twenty first, nineteen eighty seven, the romantic drama Dirty Dancing is released. Yay! This is a favorite. I like it. Good. Based on screenwriter Eleanor Bergstein's childhood memories of vacation in the Catskill Mountains, Dirty Dancing told the story of Francis Bebe Hausman, a 17-year-old who falls for Johnny Castle, 
a Catskill Resorts dance instructor. Made for $6 million, the movie went on to grow $63 million domestic and $214 million worldwide. And in 1988, Dirty Dancing became the first film to sell 1 million VHS copies. Wow. Which I think everybody that I knew owned a copy of of that. That and Grease. Everybody owned a copy of VHS Grease and Dirty Dancing. Which Hmm. are kind of, they've they've got some similar DNA. Little old-time music and... I don't think I know anyone who owned Grease, but mm. I definitely knew people that owned Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. Huge. Which is how I was able to watch the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you were all of... How old were you when this movie came out? Uh, I was probably like three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. As a baby. You were, you were in a corner. <laughs> don't put baby <laughs> in a corner. No, put that baby in the corner. We want to watch Dirty Dancing. <laughs> After a breathtaking screen test together. That was the producer's words, by the way. (laughs) Breathtaking. Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze were cast as the leads, but they had appeared together in Red Dawn, Red Dawn, (laughs) three years earlier and had not gotten along. The tension continued through the filming of Dirty Dancing. Finally, producers made the two actors watch their breathtaking screen test. This inspired Gray and Swayze to put their differences aside. Yeah. Maybe that's why they were so good, because there was tension between them. Yeah. they were. There's a scene in Dirty Dancing. There's a very famous scene where uh, they're doing a dance. They're trying to figure out the dance routine, and... Uh, she's got her arm up and he's behind her and he kind of like does this little slow down and it tickles her. Mm-hmm. And that's really her being tickled in the moment. And that's really him being annoyed at the actress <laughs> really? for being tickled. <laughs> I and love that Yeah, part. well, it became an iconic scene and they were just like, look, we're keeping that in because it, it works. It's like, of course that character would be annoyed and of course that character would be tickled. That's so great. Yeah. Man, why did she get a nose job? I know. It like ruined her career. I she's beautiful with the nose job, but she was a, I had such a crush on Jennifer Grey. Such a crush from Ferris Bueller. Mhm. Oh, yes. Yes. I agree. Don't do it everybody. Don't get nose jobs. Unless like you can't breathe. If you That's can't if you can't breathe <laughs> okay. All right. We'll make it. maybe she couldn't breathe. I don't know. The Dirty Dancing soundtrack spawned three big hits. The Bill Medley Jennifer Warren's duet I've had the time of my life. Everybody knows that. Song. Sure. Oh, I Eric Carmen's Hungry Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. She's Like the Wind. A fourth song, Do You Love Me, a 1962 song by The Contours, featured in the movie's dance montage, was re-released and went to number 11. Since it's the only hit by the Contours, the band holds a unique record, a one-hit wonder whose only hit song made the charts twice. Yeah. I feel like another song in that movie was um, the Sylvia. Yes, Mickey. Oh, yeah. How do you, lo- how do you call you, lover boy? <laughs> Come here, lover boy. <laughs> And if he doesn't answer, oh, lover boy. And if he still doesn't answer, I simply say, baby. That song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the part of them, like, singing, lip syncing to it. Mm-hmm. That was good. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't actually get along. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, apparently on the Red Dawn set, they got on each other's nerves and... And then all of a sudden they're cast in this movie together and the, the, that had not healed up. So, but it, I think it does work. I think they're, they're very good together. And, uh, you know, you don't have to like the person. 
you're working with. You just have to have a breathtaking screen uh, test. Don't know what to say. It took my breath away. <laughs> uh, it's a good movie. Uh, have you ever seen the prequel, uh, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights? No. Yeah, don't bother. But I heard an interesting um, story about it on This American Life. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's someone telling this actual story that happened to them or something. This very intense Mm -hmm. and serious story. And they were going to make a movie of it. And then it ended up being Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Right. And it and it was like, what? <laughs> so the person who wrote the screenplay is Peter Sagal, who hosts Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. <laughs> really? Yeah. So he tells the story about how he had written this whole thing because it takes place during like the Cuban Revolution. And it's it was kind of this more serious romance story. And he sold the script. And then they turned it into... Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights, and of but course, it was like an actual thing. That it was an. It was based on. Uh, it was based on a real story. It was yeah. based on a real events. But he just, you know, when you write those things, you sell them, and then your your involvement is gone after that point, and then they can kind of do whatever they want to it, and they could have made a Transformers movie out of it. And instead, <laughs> so they made weird. Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. So weird. Which I guess Swayze is in for like a hot minute, and then oh really? Yeah. And then disappears. Probably just like, can we just book you for like an hour and we'll give you a lot of money? And uh, the Swayze budget. No, you don't want to go too Swayze crazy. (laughs) All right, everybody. That was your game prep. It is now time for the audio challenge. We got some music to play for each other. Monica picked theme this week. What is your theme? Um, something with the word done or finished or a word that's like that. Like it's over, mm-hmm. it's through, it's Complete. kaput, it's done. I like it. I, I why would you possibly have picked that uh, that theme this week? I have no idea. All right. It's just in my mind, I guess. I guess. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. So, titles with done, over, through, finished, kaput, whatever you want to say there. One point for title, one point for artist. Play along at home. Here we go. Number one. Is that Janet Jackson? Yes, it is. Oh, that's about being done. Being over, being through. Hmm. Don't know the title. What have you done for me? Oh, there's the word done in there. (laughs) Okay. All right. I see what we're doing here. (laughs) What have you done for me lately? All right. Here's your first one. Not Prince. Sounds like Prince. Yeah. It has a little Prince vibe to it. Is it It's Not Over Till It's Over? I'll give that to you. It's It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Oh, okay. But I'll give you the proper English. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Lenny right. Kravitz. He was a little prince he, he had a little prince in him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about it. But. Number two.
Boy, I have never noticed before how much Avril Lavigne's voice kind of apes Alanis Morissette's voice. That's a very Alanis Morissette sounding song, but that's oh, definitely really? Avril Lavigne. That's definitely Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Maybe it's a Canadian rock thing. I don't know. Uh, the song's called My Happy Ending. That's right. Yeah, I almost picked that one. I'm glad I didn't now. Me too. Here is your next song. I never knew how much you loved me. Is that Sugar Ray? That is Sugar Ray. Never ends. Oh, you're you're in the you're in the ballpark. Uh, the song is called "When It's Over." Oh, when it's over. When it's over. <laughs> you may start uh, noticing a theme to mine. Oh, what was the first one called? <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Hang on, let me go back and listen to the podcast. Number three. Wow. That's about as 1987 of a song as you can get. Uh... (laughs) There was that era, that like late '80s era of of R&B music that all sounded like that. Uh, is that? Oh my god! Is that the Pointer Sisters? No, no, no I didn't hear enough sisters in there. All right, who, who do we have there? <laughs> Pat Benatar. Oh, wow. Okay. Missed that completely. And the song is called Sometimes the Good Guys Finish First. Oh. Would not have ever come up with that. Remember when I, last week I had Nice Guys Finish Last? Yeah. I thought that was <laughs> Well played. All right. Here's your next one. Andy Williams. <laughs> Andy Williams. No, no, it's not. That is a voice that for trivia players out there, you should know that voice because that is a very distinctive familiar. voice. That is Roy Orbison. Uh, yeah. And there is one, if you hear that voice, there is only one person that sounds like that and his name is Roy Orbison. So that's a good one uh, to have. Uh, the song is called It's Over. Okay. It's funny looking at some of these songs uh, in this category. Uh, lots of breakup songs. <laughs> for hmm. I was like trying to find like ending like a bad thing and going on to the new great thing. And it's there's not a lot of songs about that. And then it's all like all the songs with over and finished and everything. It's like we're finished. I'm over you. Yeah. So we're just pretending that uh, cancer is the thing that you're getting. You're breaking up with. <laughs> Well, mine, I just used a different word for each one. Yeah. Next. The way we used to do. And today, when you came back, my patience was rewarded. My patience was rewarded. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm having a tough time on this one. Was that is uh, that Patsy Cline? No. no. Mm. All right, who is it's it? It's Connie Smith. Connie, oh boy, never would have gotten that. And it's called "I Never Once Stopped Loving You." Oh, jeez. <laughs> These are some good stumpers today. Uh, all right, here's your next one. Hurt my eyes open 
You know the band? Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay. Sounds kind of familiar. If you had to take a wild guess at the band. I don't have one. The wildest guest. The wildest Yes, guest? the wildest. The wild. Oh, my God. It's so wild. Is that a clue? No. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to get you to make a guess. You don't have to if you don't want to. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. That's the Rolling Stones. Oh. And the song is called uh, It's All Over Now. I don't know that one. I used to love her, but it's all over now. Yeah. Well, both of us are doing quite shitty. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know. That's okay. It's fine. Here's your last one. This is just going to be the audio round for for the finals. Oh yeah! No, everybody. I mean yeah. Memorize these songs. Yeah, memorize these songs. In fact, get um, long arm tattoos of these songs <laughs> on your because if you tattoo it on your arm, then you can use it during the quiz. You know that actually is true. Yeah. Oh yeah! If you tattoo answers on your arms, you can use them during the quiz. <laughs> or on your butt. <laughs> Kind of get someone else to read. Yeah, it. exactly. You're like, hey. Psst, psst, psst. What's that say? What's that say? Pull down a little further. Last one. All right. Is that Cheryl Crow? Yes. Okay. Oh, what's her finished through song i don't know i don't know it it's actually a duet okay with somebody named chris stapleton chris stapleton's a big time country singer right now and the song is called tell me when it's over okay (laughs) (laughs) all right well at least i got show crew out of the bit yeah. All right, here is your last one. This is the end. You made your choice and now my chance is over. <laughs> <laughs> Know what that oh is. my god, have you heard that that <laughs> beginning though before? It sounds familiar. Yeah. It sounds like it would be in a Rocky movie or something. Oh my god, you were so close. <laughs> you're you're on the you're so right on the track. I'll have to tell you tell you tell you why in a moment. Okay. Do you have any guess on the artist? Um Foreigner. <laughs> it's not foreigner. You're gonna love this. Okay. So th- it is from a movie directed by Sylvester Stallone. Okay. It is the sequel to Saturday Night Fever called "Staying Alive." Is the movie that it's from? The song is called "Far From Over," and the singer is Frank Stallone. Frank Sil- Stallone. Sylvester's brother. How would I have ever thought that? <laughs> well, it was an actual hit back in the back oh, in the eighties. Okay. Yeah, so uh, look up. Uh, it does yeah. sound like Rocky yeah. movie. Yeah, and it. Uh, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's the very first song of the movie, and it starts with the line, "This is the end," which <laughs> always cracked me up. But yeah, there's a whole dance routine to that while uh, John Travolta's dancing, trying to audition for a Broadway show. Oh, that sounds amazing. I can picture it and yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. Uh, all right. How did we do? This is going to be bad. You got four yeah. and I only got two. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we would... And it's over now. Yeah. Yeah. We got, you know, we had to go through that little painful audio <laughs> session and now it's and now over. we're we're on the other side of it just fine. That's right, Murder Face. Yeah. Oh. Um so that's it for uh this week's podcast. Uh thanks everybody for downloading listening. If you are in the Seattle, Tacoma, Renton, Burien, Ballard, all the areas there. All of our quizzes are on schedule this week. Skylark on Monday in West Seattle. 
uh, Tuesday at the Crown Bar in Tacoma, Tuesday at the Black Zia, uh, Zia Cantina in Burien, Tuesday at Fitzgerald's in Ballard, Tuesday also in at Murphy's in Wallingford, Wednesday at the Berliner in Renton, and Thursday at the Local 907 in Renton and Murphy's in Wallingford. Hopefully, we're going to start announcing some new places. Uh, I've gotten some leads on some new stuff, and we've got a couple of hosts itching to get their place. And hopefully, too, soon we'll have Monica back hosting on the regular. Probably in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so be ready for that as well. She will be hosting with me this Saturday night. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see everyone. Yeah. And good luck to the tournament players. Yes, to everybody in the tournament. If you have not... Uh, written in or flown a plane near us. Oh, somebody's confirming via skywriting. That's very nice. Yeah, if you haven't written in and let us know that you're going to be there and how many players and all that, do that as soon as possible. Quizfix at gmail.com, the best way to do that. Um, you can also just write in and tell us things to write on on Monica's butt. Look, that time is almost past at this point. So by the time you hear this, it might have already been, she might have already done it. Yeah, it's happening on Tuesday. Yeah, but I would still entertain emails, <laughs> just what should she write on her butt in the future? You know, just as... as <laughs> like, I'm going to be writing on my butt, like, more than once. Look, you may do it once and be like, you know what? This has been missing my whole life. <laughs> I needed to be practicing my penmanship All on my butt. All this time, I've been a butt writer. <laughs> and I didn't even, I didn't even know, know it. it. Uh, we knew it. Um, <laughs> so uh, anything you want to say, quizfix at gmail.com. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that jazz. And uh, next week's episode will be our finals broadcast. And then we'll be back the next week with a little battle royale. So get ready for all that. Thanks a lot for downloading and listening, everybody. We'll talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's get to the